This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. You're listening to Live and Learn with me, Dashran Johan. The Kuala Lumpur and Selangor Chinese Assembly Hall, um, the KLSCAH, is running a human rights exhibition called Freedom. This exhibition will be divided into various sections which will allow visitors to visualize and understand the concept of freedom, to revisit the part that leads us to where we are today. And it's also meant to be as a, a sort of um, a exhibition to um, encourage people to reflect on human rights in Malaysia. So on today's show, we're going to be doing exactly that. We're going to discuss this exhibition as well as um, reflect on the state of human rights in Malaysia. And joining me on the show are some of the key people behind this event. First, we have Wong Yanker. He's the secretary of KLSCAH um, Youth. He's also the organizing chair of this exhibition. We also have Kelvin Lee, the youth section chief of KLSCAH. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you? Hi, Dustin. Thanks. Thanks for inviting us. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, um, Kelvin, let's start with you. Um, before we talk about this exhibition, just, um, you know, KLSCAH has been here for ages, but for people who may not be very familiar with it, could you tell me a little bit about the Kuala Lumpur and Selangor Chinese Assembly Hall? Interesting you should ask this because to, uh, yesterday was the 100-year anniversary for KLSCH. Mm-hmm. So we've been around for 100 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the youth section, we were only born in 1985. Right. So we are like 38 years old. And what, what do we do actually? Uh, in the 80s, uh, the, Chinese, the Chinese community came together and then they start a, a series of uh, uh, civil uh, rights, human rights and civil rights and democracy movement. So the youth section was born during that era. And then our leaders at that time, we decided that, okay, our youth section, we should focus on, you know, upbringing the Chinese youth to participate in advocating democracy and human rights. That's why in our charter, that is our first, you know, that's our first objective. And we have a, a motto as well, which uh, is in Mandarin, but it loosely translates to uh, educate the youth in democracy. Right. So yeah, we've been we've been here for uh, like thirty eight years, and then we've did various campaigns uh, regarding uh, human rights and democracy. Like in the eighties, we promoted the two party system to strength uh, to help like strengthen the opposition. And then after that, we also participate in various social movements, uh, both on the national level and also the community uh, community level. So uh, we were we were there in those major uh, uh, social movement events, uh. Right. So um, just to to press on that a little bit further, right? Because some people, um, they may be, you know, they may look at the name um, Assembly Hall and be thinking, you know, what is this assembly? You know, they may just think it's like a literally just a hall. Uh, but from what my I, my understanding is, it's actually like like sort of a, a grassroots sort of organization that brought the Chinese community together. Would, would you say that that's a fair, fair sort of way of painting it? Yep, you, you could say that because the original concept was you want to have a Chinese town hall, mm-hmm. you know, where Chinese people can gather and then they can help the uh, among the, the the our community. So that was a uh, hundred years ago, and then our roles have uh changes uh changed slightly uh since then because that was pre uh 
what do you call that, pre-Merdeka, before mm-hmm. before independence. And then after independence, you know, we, we, we championed the rights for the Chinese, like education rights and so on. And then in the 80s, then we start, uh, you know, the, the social movements, human rights, democracy. Yeah. So what, that, what would you say are your key focus now? For the youth section or mm-hmm. for... Yeah, let's say for the youth section, especially since both of you guys are part of the youth section. Yeah, we, we, we're still, we, we're still uh, into promoting and advocating human rights and democracy. That, that will be our main focus. And then we hope to you know, get more youngsters, uh, especially Chinese and even other, uh, other races, to you know, join us and then to, to advocate uh, right. uh, democracy. Right. Uh, Yanker, I want to um, bring you into the conversation. What inspired um, KLSCHA Youth? Um, because I understand you are one of the key organisers. Um, what inspired you to organise this exhibition uh, focused on the theme of freedom and, and human rights? Why freedom? All right. So, um, first of all, why we decided to do this kind of exhibition mm-hmm. and we did, did it in the, the main language would be uh, Chinese and English. But because... Uh, when we talk about human rights, it seems like the conversation only stops at the English circle, right? It doesn't right. go out from the English circle. So I think it's important for us to bring these uh, issues, the topics back to the Chinese community because it's very relevant to us. And why we choose the freedom and human rights as part of the uh, main theme of the exhibition? Because uh, first of all, uh, I would say uh, we have entered into a new era right now. So before this, uh, uh, the challenges has uh, has evolved, right? So we can see the region uh, at the at the regional uh, area, there is a rise of authoritarian, and um, in Malaysia because uh, we can see it start to polarize the society start to polarize, and uh, when we talk about freedom, uh, it tends like people try to stigmatize uh, freedom, and try right. to demonize the word of freedom, and they, when they talk about uh, freedom and liberals, they will just label it as a we call maybe the, uh, the, the conservative will always try to link it with uh, what we call uh, 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 free sex or LGBTI, which right. I think is uh, completely wrong, even though liberals advocate for the rights and equality for all, right? Right, but um, I, I think this is where we need to start to uh, take back the uh, what we call the, the, the conversation and be try to be more vocal on here and try to have a uh, what we call a fight back <laughs> towards the, the, the converse, uh, conservative narrative. And we should be taking uh, on it in, in, in this battle. So, and the last part with the young generation, because we haven't gone through the social movement in uh, during the birthday time and during the Hipona, Hijau, etc. So people might take freedom for granted. So we doesn't really value the freedom. And we just say, uh, as long as uh, we goes through our normal life, that's good enough. But we have to acknowledge that uh, uh, for our older generation or, or for the our forefathers have been fighting for freedom for so hard. And, and and this is where we get the independence. Maybe I can just share our yes. team. Our team is fight for freedom and journey to liberation. <laughs> it's quite a unique one. Now, you brought up something interesting about how um, plenty of the human rights um, um, discourse uh, is, uh, you know, sort of um, siloed to the English-speaking space. Um, Since this is an event by the KLSCHA, 
Could y'all give me some insight into the unique challenges faced by activists within the Chinese community, um, especially when we talk about the Chinese-speaking community, and your approach to promoting human rights while also addressing conservatism within the Chinese culture? I, I, maybe I could take from my personal experience. Yes. Because before this, um, I did a protest. If you remember, I did a protest during my convocation ceremony. I raised up a, a play card and go uh, say uh, say no to racism and call up racist at Window VC. Mm-hmm. But the backlashes that I received is, they say, um, well, you did that. And um, they always say, because you shouldn't do that because uh, instead you should pass the baton to, to the Malays activists to do that because you are Chinese, you can irritate the Malays or the majority because uh, uh, it, it seems that you are challenging the authority. But for myself, I think because all Malaysians are born equally and all of us, are, no, no matter it's Malays and non-Malays, we hold and, and blue eyes, right? <laughs> so, um, and we share the equal uh, responsibility and equal duty as a citizen of Malaysia. However, whenever we try to challenge the status quo, uh, people will always undermine our uh, our, our, our identity as a Chinese. But I, I always fight, I always I will argue with them is uh, when I do the protest, I'm not just doing for Chinese, I'm doing as a Malaysian right. because I stand for the values of Malays, uh, Malaysians. It's not for, for solely for Chinese. So these are the first challenges that I face. But I would say uh, the, the others would be um, among Chinese community is heavily influenced by the uh, Chinese Communist Party in uh, propaganda. Right. Because I, I, I think if you understand uh, uh, the situation right now, is they have launched uh, in, uh, information warfare mm-hmm. uh, towards, I think uh, they try to do it uh, to mostly the Chinese around the world. And I think there are research about that. And uh, so partly we also highlight uh, what has been reported from uh, Freedom House in our exhibition, whereby how Beijing Try uh, Beijing or uh, specifically CCP try to extend the tentacles towards the Chinese community. How to shape their narrative? How to get them uh, 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 to to support for authoritarian? Which uh, this is the most challenging part. And um, what I mean here is because why Chinese has such a, a feeling a little bit attached to this kind of propaganda, which I of, of course I will against for it. I think uh, KL Shah you were against for it. But uh, why we, we, we uh, why they have this kind of slightly attachment to, to them is because uh, maybe some of the Chinese will see as the victims of the inequality that uh, happened in Malaysia, hmm. so they tend to seek a, a protector from outside. Whereby this is, but I'm not going too deep into it because right. it's another topic. But this is kind of like uh, where we need to start to uh, counter the narrative or, or this kind of. I would I wouldn't say it's conservatism, but it tends towards like, uh, 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 a mindset that support for authoritarian. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Now, um, I also want to you know expand this conversation, right? Because this is um, clearly a topic that both of y'all are very passionate about. So this is a perhaps a big picture, maybe a bit more philosophical question. Um, Kelvin, perhaps you can start first. What does freedom mean to you? To me, freedom is like having the the freedom and liberty to do what you like. You have the choice to do what you want and the laws should protect 
the freedom of every human being. Like that is what what it uh, basically means to me. Like it's freedom, liberty, and choice. Mm. What about you, um, Yanka? I don't think freedom just came uh, direct to us, but uh, we have to fight for it. Right. Or else um, it might be simply taken away from somebody else in power, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to always be alert and we have to always be uh, awake for this. How would you describe human rights, um, the, the state of affairs of human rights in Malaysia right now? Um, how much progress have we made over the years? And how much more work needs to be done? I think like uh, the human rights in Malaysia is progressing. Mm. Uh, yeah, we have now we have voting rights for everyone over the age of eighteen, and then uh, we are uh, more free than we are from the uh, you know ten or twenty years back. That is the progress that we've made uh, throughout these years. But of course, there's there's more work to be done because there are a lot of uh, draconian laws that are still in place, like the Sedition Act. And then the Communication and Multimedia Act, you know, the, the, there is still a lot of things that needs to be done. And then we, we need to get rid of this because this is uh, hindering the, 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 the people from expressing the, their, their own freedom. Let's go for a very quick break. On the show with me today is Wong Yenke, Secretary of KL Sky Youth. Um, he's also in Swaram, um, as well as Kelvin Lee, the Youth Section Chief of KL Sky. We continue this discussion after the break. Keep it here on Live and Learn, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Live and Learn. I'm Darshan Johan and on the show with me today is Wong Yenke, Secretary of KLSK Youth as well as Kelvin Lee, the Youth Section Chief of KLSK. So, you know, Yenke, I want to ask, you know, um, when it comes to this exhibition called Freedom um, that y'all are doing right now, it's already running. Um, could you elaborate um, on the different areas of focus within the exhibition um, that will help visitors understand the concept of freedom? Our exhibition is uh, mostly for the beginners or those who want to learn about what is about freedom, or mainly for the secondary school students and also university students or those who doesn't have uh, any ideas or the ideology about freedom, right? So, um, so we start out with very simple one is like explaining concept of freedom, for example, personal freedom, political freedom, and social freedom, economic freedom, and this and also uh, 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 slightly explain about the concept. Then after that, we also explain a bit about the liberalism, all right? So uh, it's like, there are a lot of different ideologies for liberalism. There are uh, maybe for the classical one, and we also have the current one, we progress, progressive one, etc. So this is part of it uh, to let them know uh, what is about freedom. But we also explain how the concept of the freedom develop from time to time. So it's starting from maybe in, in the ancient Greek time until right now. So, uh, so we can see slight improvement. And also uh, we try to link it back to Malaysia uh, 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 concept, whereby we gain the independence, etc. So the second part of it is about uh, Asian value and freedom. <laughs> because right. uh, whenever, yeah, whenever we talk about freedom, there's always a counter-narrative made by Lee Kuan Yew and also our... Dr. Mahathir right. saying that, yeah, Asian value is not support for freedom. Mm-hmm. But it's a very interesting case for us to discuss because we know uh, that uh, in, in uh, South Asia or in uh, South Asia, for example, Taiwan, uh, it's also from, a, 
from Asia. But however, you can see the development of freedom and development of democracy in Taiwan is much more better. So if Taiwan is also part of the Asian region and they can achieve and they can do it, why can't we? So this is why we try to uh, uh, let the people know the concept of Asian value and uh, the culture narrative of uh, uh, free, uh, towards the uh, Asian value. So the other thing is uh, we go back to Mal uh, Malaysian uh, pitch whereby mm -hmm. we talk about the freedom under the constitution, the federal constitution, for example, Article 10, etc. So uh, we also try to explain the limitation, for example, the freedom of expression and freedom of speech. So what are the limitations? For example, the current draconian law that we have right now is Sedition Act, CMA, etc. We also try to develop some case uh, about that. So um, also related to press freedom, uh, to freedom assembly, etc. So there are a lot of uh, concepts that you can see from this exhibition. Then the last two is, uh, we also explain a little bit about the potential threats towards the freedom today, whereby, um, like what I said just now, because uh, Beijing influence is very, Beijing influence is um, very prevalent things in, in, in the current situation right now when we talk about freedom. Right. So we try to uh, explain about this, and, and but we are, we are not, explaining about everything about that, but we just uh, are citing the Freedom House uh, report and we ask people to go and read the report. And the last but not least is about uh, the social movement. Hmm. So how the people from the past and now, uh, how they fight for the freedom and how they uh, gain, the uh, gain the revolution and, 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 and liberation. Yeah. You know, you all brought up this Beijing influence a couple of times. I find that very fascinating. Um, is it similar, would you say, to how within the English-speaking sphere, um, mm -hmm. a lot of progressives, um, um, you know, one of their, their sort of thing that they try to push against is to push the English-speaking community to not buy into American propaganda too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I always emphasize that we must always be too critical for those who are in power and also for the superpower. Right, so because right. uh, if... They, of course, we can see a lot of propaganda being played around. But however, uh, we must know, we must differentiate what is right, what is wrong, right? So we cannot just simply buy into all the narrative that that, that, that was given by by the people. And I went to Taiwan. Uh, I, I went to Taiwan and I saw an exhibition on. It was uh, proposed by the AIT in, in 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 which is American sort of embassy in 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 Taiwan, and they tried to explain about how they liberate and how they prom uh, promote the literacy in Taiwan. And this is the result of the American involvement. <laughs> so <laughs> what I mean here yeah, is propaganda is everywhere. And uh, we must be critical about that and we must be alert about that. Yeah, Absolutely. and always be critical. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really wonderfully said. Now, um, back to to the exhibition. Um, perhaps you can paint a picture for me, right? So, visitors come to this exhibition. How will they be engaged and encouraged to reflect on their own understanding of freedom during the exhibition? We want it to be an entry point for people to understand about freedom, right? So, um, we won't explain it in a very difficult way or very uh, in using all the jargons, right. but we want like, people can uh, start to understand it, but we also give some uh, article, further article links for them so that they can, if they want to read more, they can go and search for it and uh, and let them to reflect. And I think in in most of the part of the section of the exhibition, 
we'll ask people to reflect. We are not asking them to buy into our narrative. We want them to think, rethink and review and to see whether uh, the both narrative are correct and, and they should have a stand uh, on, in, in the topic that we t- discuss. Yeah. Right. Can you also shed some light um, into the whole process of um, curating the exhibits and content that will be displayed during the exhibition? Like, how did you pick and choose what did you want to um, display? Right. Um, because when we talk about freedom, and uh, uh, what we can find is, especially we talk about ideology, about the theorists, uh, mostly right. are from uh, the... Class, classic one is from from the from Westerns, but however, we try to contextualize into Malaysia, and into ASEAN region, and also into Asian region. So this is why uh, we always try to draw the parallels back to our 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 nation and also our region, because I think even though uh, we face the similar threats of the authoritarian uh, government. I mean, especially like what we, we can see in the region is in what it happened in Myanmar, in Thailand, uh, etc. Malaysia is much more privileged, of course, because we don't have any kind of uh, military government that, that took into place. But however, I think we, we, we try to share the similar... Uh, what I mean here is uh, we try to portray and try to show that actually we same, share the same struggles right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we share the same struggle, it's good for us to establish a, a solidarity network and, and this is where uh, what I want, the, the main purpose of this exhibition, not only to reflect and not to only to talk about freedom, but also to generate a, a, a sense of solidarity with the people who are facing the same struggle all over the world. So uh, we will focus not only in Malaysia. Uh, yeah, uh, we will, sorry. The main content will mainly in Malaysia mm-hmm. concept, but also we try to link up with the others uh, uh, region, right. uh, the other area, for example, Hong Kong and, and and also the civil rights movement in US. So we try to explain it about this. Yeah. Right. So how has um you know the the KLSCAH youth uh, did you, when y'all came up with this exhibition did y'all um collaborate with any other organizations or, or institutions or, or let's say NGOs human rights groups to to bring this exhibition to life? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, so basically, we uh, collaborate with uh, different uh, universities groups. For example, mm. University of Malaya Association of New Youth, Umani, right. which is my previous organization. Yes. So uh, my juniors. And also uh, Voice of Utarian, mm. also one of the student activist group in, in uh, Utah. So uh, what we try to do is, uh, what I uh, led them to do is uh, gather the information and we decide and figure it out uh, what we should include about it. So one thing, one highlight in the, uh, what we call the exhibition, I also emphasize of the role of students, university students, how the university students can bring the change. I highlight the concept uh, in early 1960s, whereby it's the golden era of the student activism and also youth, whereby youth can actually play a role uh, um, uh, to make a change in our nation. So um, we also collaborate with uh, uh, Lost Gen, which is our uh, curator, so, so they help us to design and we discuss together uh, how can we make it more interactive instead of you just reading the materials. So, so please come to our exhibition and you can see it's a very different 
uh, uh, exhibition you can see in Malaysia because the other one is just very traditional way. It's just reading all the materials that uh, they, 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 they appreciate. But ours is a more interactive kind of way. And the design is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. like, to, I'd like yes. to jump in into this. Uh, yeah, we... It, because the exhibition is already running, mm-hmm. and then uh, I I have a chance to bring some of my friends from different political spectrums to the exhibition, you know. And then when they see the exhibition, uh, there are some things that maybe they disagree, you know. They they say that uh, no, like uh, I don't I don't agree that you know the the Hong Kong the anti extradition act movement is a social movement. You know, they think that it's a riot. Right. So we we basically stand in front of the. The, the the panel and then we discuss like more than more than 20 minutes i think that's the essence of the the whole exhibition like we're not trying to you know like try to bump in uh, our ideology to them but we to encourage discussion so when you come into the exhibition it's a very spacious hall and then uh, you can imagine there is a there is a there's an area there's a sitting area and then there is like the interactive interactive elements there so you can you know you can sit down and then you can discuss and everything that that is that is what uh, we we en- envision our our exhibition to be you know and we discuss with the curatorial team and then we we come up with you know it's a captivating uh design it's not like those jam packed everything and then we try to force feed you everything so you know and no matter your what your ideology is or what you believe in, you know you can come in and then you come in with different uh, types of people and then just we, we discuss. You know that that is what what we want. Uh, I'll i just like to acknowledge another two um, uh, organization. One is right. from, oh, sorry, not organization entity. So one is from Swaram because uh, they have contributed a human, annual human rights report to us. Mm-hmm. So you can read uh, from nineteen ninety nine to uh, twenty twenty two. You can get all the uh, annual, uh, annual human rights report, and you can try to understand the human rights condition in Malaysia. Also, we we like to acknowledge uh, and also thank to the member of parliament who are willing to contribute a little bit uh, to, to, to our exhibition. Yeah, that's all. Thanks, Darshan. No, that, that really sounds very exciting and I can't wait to check it out myself. Um, just a couple more questions. Um, how can the public support this exhibition? Kelvin? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, our exhibition, this time we are running until the 31st of August mm-hmm. from 9 to 6. So, our biggest support will be you coming to the exhibition and then bringing your friends and and maybe family along. You know, there's uh people like you know there's a generational gap in in the in the society also like the 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 younger generation and the older generation maybe they have different uh thoughts on human rights. So our space is to encourage discussion amongst the the visitors. Mm-hmm. So just. Come bring your friends, you know, bring your families, even bring uh, people that disagree with uh, human rights. You know, just bring them here and then we'll see and then we, we can have a, a discussion there. Before I wrap this conversation up, would you all each have a final message for us? Right. Uh, I'll just add on with like how people, um, I'll just prom- how to promote our exhibition because uh, not only because uh, we want to share the knowledge and we want to share uh, the experience of the, the human rights condition in Malaysia and also in the region. But um, I just want to promote it in the way that actually we did prepare for some 
mysterious gift for everyone. So as long as you come to our exhibition and uh, you promote it in social media, we'll, we'll give you a very mysterious gift to you. Wow. <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> and Calvin? Um, okay, this exhibition, it won't be a one-time thing. You know, we aim to, because we designed the whole exhibition in, a, in modular components, so it can be dismantled and assembled in another place. So uh, we plan to bring this exhibition to other states in Malaysia, you know, and then we also plan to, you know, enhance our, our contents. And then eventually, I hope that, you know, we can have uh, an exhibition uh, permanently dedicated for human rights and freedom, which in Malaysia, I don't think there, there is one right now. There are ad hoc ones, there are like uh, thematic ones, but they are not, uh, they, they, we still don't have a dedicated exhibition hall uh, in Malaysia dedicated to human rights. So eventually, I hope that, you know, our exhibition can grow and then we can have a permanent house for this exhibition. So, the, you know, people, when they think of human rights, they want to know the basic of human rights, you, especially the youngsters, they have a place to go to. So that is, mm. that like is our ultimate goal. Yeah, uh, maybe a human rights museum right? You know, in Malaysia. Absolutely. Well, I, I hope that becomes a reality as well. And on that note, Kelvin and Yenke, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Dashran. Thank you. That was Wong Yenke, Secretary of KLSCAH Youth, as well as Kelvin Lee, the Youth Section Chief of KLSCAH. They are some of the key people behind the human rights exhibition called Freedom that is currently running um, at the Kong Choi Exhibition Room, which is the first floor of KLSCAH. And this exhibition will be running until the 31st of August. You can check it out now. You can go anytime from 9am to 6pm. And if you missed any part of this conversation, you can also check us out on podcast. We're available on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcast from. I'm Dashan Johan, and this has been Live and Learn, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.